0: Episode 202, Carrying Christmas Forward. This is the Ericast for the week of December 16, 2012.
1: From ericast.com Welcome to the Ericast.
0: I'll admit I cheated and kind of waited a little bit on this week in case the word really did end on the 21st. But we're still here. And the aircast is still here, so 206-339-3742, that listener feedback line, the place to call in and say, Woo! Twinkies may have ended, but the world didn't. Something like that. Go ahead and say that if you'd like. Um, I'm your host, Eric Larson, and we're doing something a little bit different this week, as we're kind of heading into Christmas and the schedules get all messed up. But this is a super short podcast, and it's going to feature two clips on the philosophizing about religion themes. So you've got no excuse not to listen through. It's not like it's going to be super long and painful. And I'm reminded of what my instructional design professor said back in the day, where he said his goal in class was to to sort of bend your mind out of shape a little bit. Like a rubber band, so when it went back and snapped back or whatever, it just wasn't quite the same shape as it was before. And that's what these couple clips are going to do. Because the hard part about the Christmas season... And you can talk about this at Easter, but Easter tends to get sort of really theologically deep. Christmas is one of those oh, isn't that nice? We've got Santa and reindeer, and they're at the manger scene, and baby Jesus, and isn't that cool? So we're all kind of thinking about sort of pseudo-Christian things at least, but maybe not actually thinking a lot about the theology behind it. Or maybe we are, and you go way deep into it. But at some point you gotta kinda ask the question, well, what's this all about? And if any part of the story is true, why was Jesus born and what's the whole deal? Okay, then you get into the, the whole sin salvation thing, which is great, I'd be happy to talk about that. But then all of a sudden different things get conjured up in people's minds based on whatever church they were raised in or that they weren't raised in or they observed or what you've seen from the televangelists or whatever. So here are a couple clips. And juxtaposed against each other, they kind of weave in pretty well from totally different sources. And I'm I'm just going to play them for you. And I I agree with both. And we'll see because I'm going to I'm going to bet, regardless of who you are as the individual who's listening to this right now, you probably haven't thought about these things in this way. So first, um, and we'll just run them back to back. You're going to hear uh, a man named Brian Harden, who is the uh, voice behind the daily audio Bible. And he reads uh, a chunk of the Bible, because you know, you can go through the Bible in a year pretty easily, like 15 minutes of reading a day. Um, and most reading plans grab a chunk of the Old Testament, a chunk of the New Testament, and then like a, a psalm, you know, kind of go through the Proverbs or something and sort of mix it together because if you just start at the beginning Genesis is really interesting Exodus not bad once you get into Leviticus and Numbers you'll probably stop because it's just kind of like history and law and genealogy and it gets uh, Yeah, but if you have some sort of plan that weaves that in with some other more interesting readings, there you go. Well, I when I first ran into this a few years ago, I figured, okay, you do it once and then you're set. You could boy, you could monetize that thing if you're trying to earn money off of it. It just kind of it's a perpetual income, blah blah blah. No, he actually is rereading it every year. It's a discipline for him, and it's uh, this ministry where he kind of goes goes through it. So every year he has um, different. You know commentaries and insights and and related to contemporary things because he's he didn't just record it once in two thousand and five or six and you know, let it roll and that's what this is so you'll hear a, a comment that he makes as he was um, as he was talking about the writings of the apostle John um, from the December first two thousand twelve. Um, Daily Audio Bible Podcast. And then we move into a message from Rob Ketterling, who's the uh, the lead pastor at River Valley Church in Apple Valley, Minnesota, though they are multi-site, so we could talk about that as well. Um, and he was doing a uh, sermon series based on his book called Change Before You Have To, and if you're immediately my little antenna go up, of like, great, you wrote a book, and then you can make money, and let's name all the personalities and celebrities who are making a ton of money off their books, even though they're not, or whatever. And then we could go into all the, you know, the money from the book goes back into the church stuff, whatever. It really was kind of one of those, I've got some good insights. People say that this was a good message series, let's turn it into a book, and then redo the message series out of it. So the the book is entitled Change Before You Have To, and the theory being, yeah, once you have the heart attack, or once your spouse leaves you, it's easy to see, oh, here's what I did wrong, but Maybe you should change before you have to. So those are the those are the two people behind these two insights that I'm going to share. Uh, So I'm going to go right into them, Um, and then I'll come back at the end for uh, just a couple closing remarks. So here you go, Brian Harden first.
1: Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. So in other words, Jesus set the example. He set the standard. And our lives are to look like His life. We're to walk in His paths. And and there's no way to really know or understand that without a couple of things. The Word of God in your life, and a, a dynamic and conversational prayer life, and sometimes even in that context when I say prayer life, um, it, it can kind of get misconstrued. Because... We think of having a conversation with a friend and we don't think of it in terms of I'm praying to my friend. Dear friend, I ask you this day to have lunch with me and after lunch if you would just come with me. Just come with me to the mall. I'm asking you. Now I'm begging you. Please come to the mall and if you would buy me an ice cream cone I would... I would just say your name so lovingly over and over and over if you would do this for me. Show up for me today at the mall. Bring your wallet. Please, I need you to buy me an ice cream cone. We would not speak that way to our friends. And so it's ironic that we choose to do that with Jesus when he's not requiring some sort of other-than-who-you-really-are kind of communication. He's asking you to be who you are and enter into a relationship with him and learn who he is and be involved in a loving friendship in which he perfects you and helps you become who you really are, shows you how to walk in the ways... He walks, shows you how to see in the way that he sees.
2: Okay, so what happens if you fail? What happens when you fail? We're human. We fail. Let's be honest. We don't mean to fail, we don't want to fail, but we have a battle going on. We have a battle going on. And I want to tell you, failure is an event, not a destiny. Failure is an event, not a destiny. And some of us fail. We say, God, I want to live pure. So you make it six days. You've never made it six days living pure. And you fall. And all of a sudden you think, I fell. I'm out. I'm done. I might as well just keep sinning because I'm down. And uh, I'm out. Can't go to church. I'm out. this is me, I'm defined by this, game over, I've fallen, I'm down. And the enemy tells you that. He says, stay down, that's you, that defines you, see, you couldn't make it. And he tries to convince you that failure is final. And it's not. Let me illustrate this to you the best way I can. If you understand football, this makes sense. But even if you don't, this should make sense, all right? Imagine in a football game that as soon as the first penalty was committed, it was game over. Imagine the Vikings are playing the Packers. And the Vikings kick off to the Packers. The Packers have the ball. They're running. And somebody blocks somebody in the back. And the referee comes out. Burp, blocking in the back. Game over. Vikings win. You know, And you're like, I didn't even sit down. I didn't even get my hot dog. You know, So you're like, can they do that? Because that would really be good. All right, yeah. It doesn't happen that way. Here's what they do. Burp, blocking in the back. 15-yard penalty, first down. The game continues. When you fail, it's a penalty, not game over. That's That's the way God, he says, it's a penalty. The Holy Spirit convicts you. You feel the grief, the guilt of your sin. He convicts you. He throws the flag. Then he says, get back up, get back in the game. Get back in the game. You say, but I failed, I'm no good, I'm no good. Listen, your good works didn't get you into heaven. It was grace that got you into heaven. Get back into grace. Amen. Get back into grace again. Now, now, some of you say, well, I didn't realize I can fail and penalize and, and go back and forth and back and forth. That's pretty cool. I'll just keep sinning and back. No, no, no. Paul says that in Romans. He, he knew this. And so God inspired this. He said, no. Some of you say, well, if grace just abounds, why don't I just keep on sinning and asking for grace and sinning? He said, no, no, no. That is not vitality. That is not the way God wants you to live. He wants you to live moving towards him, moving towards him and saying no to those things. When you fall, you get up, you thank God for grace, but you don't want to live that way. You, you're not helping anybody by falling grace, falling grace, falling grace. He's saying you're in grace, but to move forward in vitality of super abundance to give to other people. I mean, but some of us again we just you know Lord I I fell, I'm I'm out of the game and can you imagine again, let's just use this football illustration. Could you imagine somebody commits a penalty and then they walk over to the coach, I'm out, I committed a penalty, I'm done, I'm over, I'm done. Like get in there and block for the guys, you're you're on the offensive line. No, I I blocked the guy in the back, I'm done, I'm put someone else in, you know. I'm over, I'm done. Could you imagine? That's how you act when you sin many times. Church, put somebody else in. I'm, I'm done. I'm failure. I'm done. I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to sit here. I can't, I can't do anything. Put someone else in. And God's saying, get back in the game. Get back. It's not our problem usually that way. How many know our problem is like, what penalty? <laughs> 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 what sin? I did not commit a sin. That's not sin in my world. Yes, it is. Okay. <sighs> Failure's not final.
0: It's an event, not a destiny. So I promised you you'd have some stuff to think about, and hopefully that's kind of where you're you're left with those. Uh, so I'm just going to leave that there and think about think about that. Take take it or leave it. We all have our different opinions on um, what the whole Christmas thing means and who this Jesus person was. I would strongly argue that if we hold contradictory opinions, we can't both be right. We might both be wrong. But we can't just agree to disagree and say, well, we're each right in our own way. Because that's not really right. So we do have to kind of wrestle with this and say, okay, who am I going to say Jesus is? So that's my challenge to you in the Christmas season since regardless of your faith background, you can't get away from Christmas. It's kind of around us everywhere. So think about that replay this a couple times kind of roll it around in your in your mind um, feel free to give me a call 206-339-3742 listener feedback line or um, any of the other means of getting to me publicly or privately would love to carry on the conversation merry christmas and until next week take care
1: thanks for listening to the ericast from ericast.com
0: visit us at
2: www.ericast.com